Good morning. Welcome to the Mr. Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Montrum. It is Tuesday, June 13th. Big day for the Redskins organization as they made a number of front office moves or announced a number of front office moves this morning. Joining us to talk about it is the guy who follows this godforsaken franchise more closely than anyone I know from Burgundy Blog. It's Britton Portis. Britt, what's up, man? Hey, Jamie. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm just going to keep going with this Britton Portis thing. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> keep it. Keep it up. I like it. Okay, good. And if you want to check uh, Britton's bona fides, uh, just go to Twitter, at Burgundy Blog. Um, okay, so I want to set the table here for discussion by just quickly reading the moves that were made. This is via the Washington Post's story on the subject. Um, Bruce Allen elevated Doug Williams from senior executive to senior vice president of player personnel. And the Redskins have also expanded the duties of top contract negotiator and general counsel Eric Schaefer, as well as promoted area scout Kyle Smith to director of college personnel. Okay, so I think those were the three big moves. Um, Williams, you know, being the most notable now that he's kind of the GM, even though that's not necessarily his title. Um, Brent, what do you think? Well, I think, Jamie, that uh, that this is, you know, this, this announcement and little presser was a little newsier than the sort of non-news Adam Schefter, Kirk Cousins report that we spoke about last week, but, mm-hmm. but only a little bit mm-hmm. newsier. I think mm-hmm. that um, th- this, this pretty much shook out the way that I expected and the way that most people expected in that it was primarily a reshuffling of the deck. They did not obviously announce any um, any new person from outside the organization to be coming in yet, at least. Somebody did ask about that, and he said that, well, Doug Williams will have an opportunity to hire basically a couple scouts. Mm. Um, but everybody is everybody that's been there since they fired Scott McLuhan is still there. Um, and I think they, they kind of jumbled up the titles a little bit, and some people will get raises. Um, but I don't really see this as a big paradigm shift in any way. I think that, that my, you know, in, in summary, to me, it feels like um, it's the same people that every major decision is going to be a, quote, Redskins decision, as Bruce Allen has been in the habit of saying for years now. Uh, so it'll be mostly decisions by consensus. And, by the way, I'll uh, just you, that, that just doesn't sound like a good way to label it. That's not good branding. Because yeah. when I hear a Redskins de- decision, in my mind, I just hear a bad decision. Hundred percent, I agree. It, it might be a good strategy if they if they had a little bit of uh, you know a little bit more credibility or goodwill. But, but but being who they are, that seems like the worst thing to right. to call it r- r- routinely. But uh, yeah, if that's you're Bill Belichick, you can, if, you, if you're Belichick, you can be like, yeah, this was a Patriots decision. Bingo. And he's like, yes, of course, <laughs> of course, it that's was exactly right. <laughs> I mean, he should call it anything but a Redskins decision. <laughs> but uh, you know, clearly Bruce is still going to have final say on anything of import and you know it just seems like that's just how it was it's pretty much status quo so to be expected everything that was announced was expected uh and i think all these guys were here before McLuhan, right they all predated yep. McLuhan as, as mm-hmm. members yep. of the front office because remember um, even when McLuhan came in whether it was his own choice or or came down from above he made almost no changes to the scouting department which is very unusual i mean he, he supposedly tried to recruit Alonzo Highsmith from Green Bay to be his, you know, top lieutenant. And that, I think, was denied by the Packers. But uh, no other changes were made to the scouting staff under him. So 
he came and went and everything pretty much went back to exactly the way it was before him. So given that, you know, McLuhan is out, uh, given that this franchise isn't the most attractive destination for front office talent, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. um, I would too. Like who did, did you have anyone in mind or was there any other outcome that you were hoping for? Uh, I didn't have anyone from outside the organization in mind because it seemed very unlikely to me that, that they would add anybody in, in a very high level position at least because, um, well, as we just said, Bruce, Bruce wants this to continue to be the Bruce show, whether he'll admit it or not, because anytime a reporter asks him who's going to have final say, he totally skirts it and says yada yada Redskins decision, but it means it's him. Uh, I, the, the only way that I would have liked this, I, I feel kind of neutral about this because I just don't, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's a big shift. Um, the, the guy, the one guy that's there who I have the most confidence in overall is Eric Schaefer. And he's kind of a jack of all trades. He's a negotiator, chief counsel, they call him. Uh, he just sort of makes things happen. He's, by all accounts, like very, very well respected throughout the league as just somebody who kind of gets it. And, um, you know, so in a sense, I'm happy that they're, I, what did you say his new title is? VP of Operations, I guess? Yes, he is the general counsel. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, whatever no, that oh, means. I'm sorry, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They expanded, this is the way the Post described it. They expanded, they expanded the duties yeah. of top contract negotiator and general counsel, Eric Schaefer. Yeah, um, I think elsewhere sure I saw that he's, that he's a VP of football ops now, but, or whatever. Who cares? I mean, they're, you know, the titles I, I are I worked very hard in my career for a number of years to get a VP title. I should have just <laughs> gone to the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a shortcut for sure. Well, they probably have. I, I mean, if you check the, the online roster, I'm guessing there's a half dozen VPs or something or other. <laughs> Tony Wiley, the, the PR guy, is a VP, and Larry Michael is a v, VP. I mean, Oh, and those guys, uh, are, those guys are awesome. Both. Oh, Stubbs. Larry, yeah, I mean, those guys. <laughs> Elite. If you, if, you can, if you can, you know, hire those guys, you give them a title. You know, you make Elite. them happy. Do not let them go. <laughs> so, you know, so if anything could have gone better for me, it would have been maybe that they had made Schaefer. It probably was unrealistic because even though he's, he's gotten a lot of experience now, I mean, to call, him, to, to call him, you know, Schaefer, I mean, a GM or to intimate that he's in, in, in charge of um, – well, you know, personnel evaluation, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. But any, any power that they want to give him is totally fine by me. So I'm happy that he seems to have gotten a little bit of a bump. But it wouldn't bother me at all if he had been top dog uh, or, or third in line after Snyder and Allen because I think he's legit. Mm-hmm. And what about, I mean, what are your thoughts on Doug Williams? Like, he's been around forever. Yeah. You know, I still don't really know anything about Doug Williams other than he was a god for one night in right. Super Bowl twenty two. Yeah. And you know, since then he's been in football as a coach and as a scout. But I don't really have like a favorable or unfavorable opinion of him as a front I, office. I executive. don't think you're alone in that. I've I've tried to do some digging and I kind of feel the same as you. It's really hard to know what he can and can't do and what things in the NFL at least have happened because of his input, whether it be in, in Tampa or in, in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, was, he, he was a good player for a short time. He's a Redskins legend for that reason. And let's make no mistake, there's, that, that is a, a primary reason that he is where he is now. I don't mean to, to, to doubt his mm-hmm. competence, but we don't know a lot about his competence. And I think if Doug Williams weren't Doug Williams, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. So that, you know, that makes me a little nervous. Um, he was a uh, coach for a while at Grambling and had success. 
Um, and then he went to the Bucks with Bruce Allen, and they didn't really – well, I don't know. They may have – I don't know, Jamie. I'm not sure what he accomplished <laughs> there. But he's – you know, I think he's a guy who's a face who can be – I think Bruce loves him in his new role because fans know who he is, and he shields Bruce the way Bruce shields Dan and – you know, the two guys at the top can continue to do business the way they want, and he can sort of punt failures to Doug now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he certainly has more experience than the, uh, the next two names on the list, which were Joe Theismann and Mark Rippon. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, all championship pedigree, uh, <laughs> Super Bowls to their credit. Uh, I didn't watch the, the events. I didn't watch the press conference and, and mm-hmm. any of the interviews afterwards. Did, did you see any of that? I did. I, w- I watched the, at least the formal part with um, Bruce and Doug at the podium. Of course you did. Um, any, anything notable? Like any moments of levity? Anything where they like misspoke? Any, just anything interesting whatsoever? No, it was pretty dry. I mean, Bruce was his usual self, like kind of uh, giving very general and, and political answers to most of the questions. And I think, you know, Doug Williams acquitted himself well enough. I mean, he... People tend to have a good impression of him in, in terms of, uh, you know, beat writers and people around the team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, when I, <laughs> I would love for them to have hired and put in a position of great power somebody who just was very impressive behind a, a microphone or, or gave gave me a, a, a like really strong confidence just in in their you know basically football genius and I don't get that from Bruce Allen at all I think he's like very grandfatherly and never impresses me mm-hmm. and I think Doug Williams is I don't know kind of neutral I mean I wouldn't say he commanded the room and instilled in me this great confidence that, that this is the dawn of a new era that will be so much more successful uh, I think it's you know there was a fair amount of platitudes and I'm so grateful for this opportunity and you know we're gonna we're gonna trust in people, you know, players' character. He didn't really um, – Liz Clark asked him, do you have a bedrock philosophy in terms of team building? And it was all fairly generic. So, mm-hmm. you know, there were, there were no major miscues, no major surprises. It just kind of was what it was. Some people were joking me, with me on Twitter right afterwards about why did they even have a press conference for that. And, <laughs> um, you know, I think it's because Bruce Allen wants us to feel like he has replaced Scott McLuhan, or even if it's not the same title, or um, you know, done addressed the the problems. But um, I think you know, fool us three times, shame on us. Fool us fifteen times, or whatever. You know, right. like we we get it by now. So right. I feel like this is like the closing of the chapter, or like the closing of the book on the McLuhan stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. th- this is the front office now. We've replaced him. We don't need to talk about that anymore. We don't need to talk about the team not having a GM. Like, it's all in order. Yeah, um, yeah. Even if it's really not. Like, it's the same group <laughs> right. that was there. Um, yeah. Two, well, one thought and then one question. The thought, not serious. The question, somewhat serious. The thought is that Doug Williams, I think, needs a stylist. Um, <laughs> the suit, jacket, <laughs> no tie, but having the jacket buttoned up look just doesn't work it does like i don't know anybody that pulls that off um i mean you can go no tie but you gotta unbutton the jacket (laughs) well Uh, said then that's an inauspicious start to his regime right i mean not that McLuhan knew how to dress i mean McLuhan basically dressed like i do which is you know a slob who is in like gym gym gear but not working out um (laughs) at all times (laughs) uh okay but the serious thing the question was this offseason, I mean, let's put the Cousins long-term deal aside for a moment. Right. We'll come back to that in a minute. 
But the rest of the offseason with this group in command seems to have gone pretty well. Yeah, I agree. How would you grade it, and is that, assuming it's a good grade, is that to their credit? Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... um... I'm not, I'm not, well, yeah, if you, if you, if we can kind of put the whole McLuhan thing aside, like you said, then yeah, it was, a, it's been a good off season. The, mm-hmm. the, the free agent crop, I, you know, it didn't blow me away quite to the extent it did some, but I mean, it was probably at least a B plus. And then the draft, I, I frankly loved, I think it was an A draft, a minus draft maybe, but mm-hmm. um, that, and, and of course, why wouldn't I? give give some credit for that to the people who oversaw it i have to but it doesn't i i just am very cautious against taking sort of um a very condensed sample of of stuff and and projecting it then to what we can expect for the future because i think that these people in charge dan snyder bruce allen they have a lot of track record for us to go on and i trust their full bodies of work much more than i trust you know what this this kind of good fortune that they stepped into over the last couple of months um, so is it a, a positive uptake, uh, uptick in, in my opinion about their potential? Absolutely. But does, does it now give me great confidence that it's a new day and everything's all better? Like no way. I mean, Dan Snyder's been, you know, pulling the wool over our eyes for decades and, and Bruce Allen is just, I've never considered him qualified to, to run the football side of a football team. And I, I think that, you know, he's done a couple of good things here and there, but, um, you know, even a blind squirrel, whatever. <laughs> That's kind of my take on that. Um, what about Kirk Cousins? How does this affect the the team's approach or ability to re-signing him? Well, I guess being being that it's all the same people, it's it's hard to say that there's like going to be some sort of acute change in their strategy or attitude towards him. But I thought it was very a couple things that that were maybe a little interesting about what was said at the podium today were that um, uh, Doug, Doug Williams was asked, um, actually, I don't remember how the question was framed, but he kind of along the lines of what we're going to do with Cousins now said, I'm going to try and step out of the way and let Eric Schaefer finish the job. I'm pretty sure those were his exact couple of words. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad to hear that maybe that, that Schaefer is going to be in charge here because, like I said a minute ago, I, I trust him more than most others in that room. Um, the other thing that I caught though, was that, uh, you know, we've, we've joked about how Bruce Allen for these last couple of years, anytime he's asked about, you know, what do you think about what's going to happen with cousins? Are you going to get it done? And he always says, yes, I'm very optimistic. Several times he said, it's not that hard or it's not that complicated yet. Here we are apparently not really much closer than at the beginning, but, um, I didn't feel like he had quite the same automatic confidence today when asked and he didn't really spend a lot of time on it, but they said, you know, what do you, what are your, what is your feeling with all this about what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins? Is, is do you still intend to, to sign him long-term? And rather than saying yes, he, I think he said, I hope so, or I sure hope so, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of cracked the door open a little bit more for not doing it than he had. And I, I remain very skeptical that it's going to get, that it is going to get done this year. Not, you know, as I said, I think to you on your pod last week, not, not because, Kirk is so against it or the team is so against it, but because the position, you know, the leverage he's in now with the tag and then facing free agency, like the, the deal, the only deal that would make sense for him to sign right now would just be this astronomical deal that I don't know if any smart person would, would put out there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that, that what happened today really changes a lot what I'm expecting with, with Cousins, but I'm glad that, that Schaefer is going to be having a prominent role. 
I like that the Derek Carr contract is in the air. You know, mm-hmm. people are kind of talking about Carr and, and comparing his body of work to Cousins and the deal he might get to Cousins' deal. Because I feel like that, in terms of public perception, it, it's, it, it helps to make it okay. It helps to make mm-hmm. it okay for the Redskins, whether it's like within the organization or within the, the, you know, the public and their perception. It's all right if Kirk Cousins gets a big-ass deal that's worth $25 right. million dollars a year. Yeah, Because look, yeah, this point. other guy is getting it too, and he's got a comparable you know, set of qualifications. Totally agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you do because I think there's something to that, but it's so intangible. You know, like I just kind of feel yeah. it. I feel like it's like making it all right. But I'll tell you what else, Jamie. A lot of people, I mean, I think most people would say that they'd rather have Carr than Cousins or that, yeah. you know, Carr might be the next truly, you know, maybe a great quarterback or elite level quarterback. But if you put up their stats, if you compare their stats over the last couple of years, I mean, mm-hmm. Carr won more games last year, but Cousins' numbers are as good or better in most areas. So mm-hmm. on the one hand, I agree with you. It's good that the Carr stuff is in the air. But if, if and when he signs, I mean, it is going to be a big number, so it'll make fans kind of understand. However, I do not think it's going to help the Redskins' chances of actually getting him to sign on the dotted line because it's just going to take that much more. Right. And, yeah, I, I, by the way, I do agree. I would rather have Carr. I think he's more highly regarded, yeah. like, across the board by everybody. But he's not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like right. one of these guys that, where, you know, like I feel like if Cousins is getting more than some of the top guys, it's natural for fans to be like, well, how is he going to make more than Aaron Rodgers? Right. But if it's a guy like Carr who's not there yet, that's fine. We should soapbox on that for at least 20 seconds, Jamie, though, because yeah. I, I really wish. I mean, I think most people are getting it by now, mm-hmm. but people need to realize that the number he gets and where that rank, you know, slot, slots him in terms of rankings of quarterbacks being paid, th- th- there's no correlate. There's very little correlation to his ranking on the, on the where, or who's getting paid what list right. uh, to, to his ranking on the who's the best because mm-hmm. this, the freshest is always the richest. It's just, I mean, that, that's just all it is. So all those other guys, when they re-up, are going to crush Cousins' deal, you know? It, the, the, the ranking thing to me in terms of how much he makes just is, is a non-sequitur. So on the site, we always do winners and losers after, um, after each Redskins game and sometimes preseason games if we're feeling very desperate for content. Um, <laughs> any winners and losers that we have not mentioned from today's proceedings? Um. I, we, we did. We mentioned uh, uh, Williams, of course. He's the most mm-hmm. the, the most prominent. I think he's kind of a winner. I think um, Bruce Allen's a winner because he gets a guy who can who can sort of shield him and let him continue to work behind the curtain. Uh, the guy we didn't mention who might be a little bit of a loser is Scott Campbell, who's been the director of. I think he has carried the title that they just gave to AJ Smith's kid. Uh, director of college scouting, mm-hmm. and Campbell, I think, has been has done a fairly good job by most accounts, and um, ran a you know helped run a really good draft this year. And it may be that it was sort of him or Doug for this top dog role, and so I don't know if he got passed over or if he wasn't particularly interested in changing. But they, they gave him uh, Campbell, I mean, a new title too, something about senior executive, very nebulous. And so it, I, I don't know if they were hiding a demotion or if he's just kind of kind of going to continue to be what he was, but he might be a loser if he had had, um, had eyes on, on the job that they gave to Williams. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I feel like we're all losers for, <laughs> <laughs> for continuing to support this franchise that's just basically maintaining the status quo. 
<laughs> Very well said. Uh, okay, so for listeners out there, first of all, thank you. Second of all, Cheer. follow Britton Portis on Twitter at Burgundy Blog, or uh, you can listen. You can subscribe to his podcast on iTunes or on Bumpers. I think you have like you have like the real deal Burgundy Blog podcast, and then you've yeah. got like the Bumpers podcast, right? Right. <laughs> yes. So we ha- we just have no real deal version. We just have this version. Um, this, is, this is feeling pretty real to me right now. But you can you can find uh, more of uh, Brent on on the Burgundy Blog podcast. Uh, that's it for today. We'll be back soon. Uh, congratulations to Doug Williams. We have a new GM now. But as ever, what in Bruce we trust. <laughs>